0: is the get a life podcast with pastor brandon thank you for tuning in to another episode this is a podcast all dedicated about focusing on real life on new life what jesus talks about in uh, john 10 10 he says the enemy satan is out to get you he's out to steal kill and destroy but jesus reminds us in the latter part of verse 10 that he has come to give us life and to give us life more abundantly, to give us life fully. There's a lot of us that are walking around uh, with no purpose, with no reason, aimlessly. Uh, but um, when we come to Jesus, He offers us life, He offers us purpose, He offers us so much more. So on Tuesday's edition of the Get a Life podcast, we have dedicated these times to meet with other spiritual leaders and pastors and teachers of the Word to help get a better better understanding uh, with some questions that you may have surrounding the Word of God, may have surrounding about the Christian walk, and and maybe you have questions surrounding, how can I get this life? How can I get this life that you're talking about? You're talking about get a life. How do I get that? And so each week we'll break down a different topic, a different issue, and our whole mission behind it is to focus on to get a life. So with that said, thank you for tuning in to another uh, Tuesday edition. And if you've been listening to these uh, episodes on Tuesday, you know that I always have somebody with me. And today I have Pastor Johnny from Real Life Community Church in uh, Iron Station, uh, Pastor Johnny Caldwell. So Pastor, it's good to have you back on to the program with us. And um, we're going to talk about prayer today. So if you just want to greet the people and you um, I know you've been on here for, but this what is one thing that we need to know about Johnny?
1: Thanks so much for having me again, Brandon. Um, what a wonderful opportunity it is to, to be back on the show. Um, thank you for what you're doing with this ministry. Um, a little bit about myself. I, Like Brandon said, I pastor a real-life community church. Um, we're located in Iron Station, North Carolina. Um, God has blessed us there and uh, and I, I get to pastor one of the greatest congregations in the world. A man once told me it's a sorry duck that won't quack about his own pond so I am so blessed to uh, to pastor those people there. Um, a little bit about me is um, I, I don't have a large pedigree I don't have uh, I don't have a bunch of papers that say I come out of a certain blood but I know this. That um, being adopted is always better than being birthed because if you were adopted, you were chosen. And Christ adopted me into his family and to be a part of that bloodline. Now I have royal blood flowing through my veins. I'm a child of God. Uh, I just love the Lord and can't tell you enough about how blessed I am, Brandon. But thank you again for having me on the show today. I'm looking forward to talking
0: about prayer. So Yeah, so Pastor Johnny, thank you again for being with us and and joining us today and like pastor already mentioned we're going to talk about prayer. Um, We're going to focus on the question that we're going to be looking at today is how can I have a better prayer life? That's something that everybody at some point who is a Christian um, has asked is how can I you know how can I have a better prayer life? Prayer is very unique. And if you ever notice it that even people who are not spiritual or religious or you know, even go to church, at some point they'll say, Pray for me. At some point you'll say, if when something bad happens, we'll say you know, even unsaved people will say you'll be on my thoughts and prayers. So prayer is something that no matter if you're saved or not saved or how long you've been a uh, christian or, or you know maybe you've been a christian for 10 days or 10 years or 10 decades um i don't know but uh, at some point um you have thought about prayer um you have thought about what does prayer look like what is prayer um and at some point everybody has struggled in their prayer life this is this is no big revelation. This shouldn't be breaking news to you that everybody, even strong spiritual people, um, you know, feel like they, the great Billy, the, the late, and great Billy Graham once said that is there are any regrets in his life, and he said, well, she would have prayed more. And so that's something that we're just being real honest with you about today, but we hopefully we can uh, have a chat with Pastor Johnny here and learn more about what prayer is, how we can be more effective in prayer. And um answer the question how can i have a better prayer life so uh we'll start off with the uh with the with the most obvious question that i can think of to ask and that is pastor johnny what is prayer what is prayer um
1: you know we think that 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 is a very understood question um how in the world could anyone ask that but uh, a lot of people don't really have a true concept of what prayer is. Brandon, um, prayer is an act. Prayer is an act, not not just an attitude. Um, it's not just uh, not just a a thing that that um, that you can just toss around and talk about. But it's something we should try perfecting. Luke chapter eleven, verse number one. Uh, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples came to him. And said, uh, "Said, can you, Lord, can you teach us to pray as John taught his disciples to pray?" Right. And uh, and so, so prayer is something that we need to learn how to do, and to focus on doing more. Just like what you said with Billy Graham, um, the only regrets I have is is not praying enough. I mean, it's something that we should always strive to do more of. It's asking God, uh, "How often should we pray?" Uh, uh, going that way.
0: So, so yeah, so in this conversation, on the question that we're asking today, if you're just now tuning in, is how can I have a better prayer life? Uh, and we just talked about what is prayer. And uh, me and my wife are kids pastors here at Spirit Life, and uh, we've always simplified it as what is prayer. Well, we, to the kids, we say it's just talking to God. It's having a conversation with God. Absolutely. And so um, after we establish what is prayer, the next question is why is prayer so important? Um, you hear you hear you hear it in sermon after sermon, you know, that that we should be praying, we should be communicating with God. We hear people say, Pray for me or pray for this or pray for that or you know, I've been praying about filling the blank. So why is prayer so important and why is it and why is it such a essential to the whole walk of the Christian walk? Because prayer is
1: an opportunity
0: to talk with God.
1: It's an opportunity to have a relationship. And we know the most important thing in our walk with God is to have a relationship. John chapter 15 and 15 says, I do not call you slaves anymore because a slave doesn't know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have made known to you Everything I have heard from my father, you know, it's sort of hard for us to ever hear from our father if we don't talk to him yes. uh, If we don't have a relationship with him, we're not going to hear from him and, and in order to really communicate, we have to have a relationship You know, is, as being the bride of Christ, um, you know, I, I know my personal bride um, If we don't talk, there's a problem in our marriage and, uh, and therefore, if we're going to have a good marriage, we're going to have to have a relationship and an open line of communication. Without communication, our marriage begins to fail. The same way with God, it is very, very important to have that relationship with God and to keep that line of communication open. Just like what he is saying in the scripture, uh, we are not just a slave anymore, but because uh, we're his friend he speaks to us just the same as his father speaks to him. Yes.
0: So um, definitely, you know, some good points there on why prayer is important. Um, the number one reason is that we need to be communicating with f- f- with the Father. We need to know. We just need to know who the Father is. Um, and you know, I think about, and I may, I may be over spiritualizing this, but uh, I think about the part where Jesus goes and flips over tables in a temple. He says, my father's house should be a house of prayer, but you turn it into a den of thieves. Come on. Um, that, you know, You was talking about how you need to know the father. You need to be in communication with the father. And so Jesus was upset when they turn his father's house into something. Uh, to someone who may be listening today, uh, you may be able to relate to if somebody would go to your parents' house and just tear it up. Or to turn it into something that it wasn't. Or they would disrespect your your father's house you would you would be upset um i'm not telling you to go and flip tables next time you're at your church but what i am saying is that jesus knew the importance of prayer because he said you turn a house of prayer into a den of thieves and so um prayer is important because it it connects us to the father absolutely And, and so um pastor uh how does what does the bible say about prayer
1: uh well uh, John chapter 15 going right back to John John 15 and 7 says if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you um, that's telling me that 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 is a once again a line of communication asking first um, thessalonians 5 and 17 says pray without ceasing Romans 8 and 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Too deep for words, right there. As you think about that, with groaning too deep for words, that tells me that when we don't know what to say, If we have had a prayer life and we we have that relationship with God, uh, that tells me that we have somebody who will intercede for us. You know, sometimes we don't know what to say in certain situations. But if we've got that partnership with the Holy Spirit and we've got that open line of communication with Christ, He will speak it for us. And whenever we're in our weakness, He's there to make us whole. Matthew chapter 6 and 7 says, And when you pray... Do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Uh, Don't let it be all about lip service. Don't just let your prayers be something that other people will hear and say, wow, that's an amazing prayer. But be real with God. If we're going to have... A, a real life and we're gonna get a life with Christ then we're gonna have to have a real relationship with him and we're gonna have to use real words that mean something to us Whenever we pull words out of the dictionary that will impress somebody else but it don't impress the Father we're not really having a relationship with God we're not having a real talk with God we're just having lip service we can't do that so the Bible has tons of scriptures about what prayer is but uh, really it's finding that real relationship that you need. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call to me and I will answer you. And I'll tell you great and hidden things that you have not known of. Uh, the only way that we find out the ways of life that Christ wants to do through us is to call out his name and have a, a prayer life with him, Daniel. I, Brandon,
0: thank you. So, um, So we looked at what a prayer is. What is prayer that's a communication to the father Why is prayer important because it connects us to the Father and the Bible points points in that same direction where it says to you know you know Johnny said it best where to have real life to get a life we have to have a real relationship and not have some counterfeit relationship and that's typically where you can tell the real from the fake is where is my prayer life at? because if I'm in a spiritual funk, I guarantee you, my my prayer life is in a funk. Yeah. If my prayer life is firing all cylinders, then normally my spiritual life is firing all cylinders, and so. But also, uh, Pastor Johnny, we want to be we want to just be real today on this talk. um, Prayers hard. Yeah. And you know, it's one thing to say if I'm if my prayer life's good, my spiritual life's good, and that's good and that's true and everything, but that is not always easy to translate in real life, that we all go through seasons of, 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 this, of this great prayers, but we also go through seasons where we don't have great prayer life. So why do you think prayer is so hard?
1: I think that it is so hard because uh, there's always going to be something fighting our prayers from getting through. There's always something there. We'll always, to some degree, in our lives, find it difficult to pray, but we always have to pray. Um, and because of the fight, Christians don't always actually believe in the par- prayer power of their prayer. Um, Brandon, we believe in the power of God, and uh, and that's why we pray. So when we pray, we we're reminded of who we're who we are not. Um, we're reminded that we're not God and that we're not in control. How many times has someone asked you for help and then proceeded to tell you how they was gonna do it? You, you know what I'm saying? Oftentimes, yes, I, and, yes, and a lot of times, we go to God with the exact same thing. We ask for his help, right? and then we turn around and we try to take control, but asking for his help is recognizing, Lord, you're in control. God, I give it to you. Father, have your way. That your will be done, not my will. Right. And because we're going to Him and we're praying these words and we're we're going to the Father and asking Him to take control, we have to step aside. We can't be control freaks in everything. Uh, Brandon, I believe that that a lot of times people uh, are weak in their prayer life because, because they want to remain in control over their own life. They don't like the structure of of letting someone else be in control. And because of that, they mess things up, and the Lord can't move in their life because they want to be in control instead of letting Him be in control. Uh, we we have a problem with uh, turning loose of control, and that is why prayer is so hard, because that is saying, Father, have your way. Yes. Uh, it's a struggle.
0: Yes. Um... What really just stood out to me, uh, Pastor Johnny, is when you talk about being control freak, want to be in control, and I think this will lead into our next uh, question as we discuss how can I have a better prayer life. Uh, we already looked at what is prayer, why is prayer important, what does the Bible say about prayer, why is prayer so hard, but also we want to talk about how can I have effective prayer life because we just don't want to talk about prayer, but we want to give you some uh, good resources and some good tools in your toolbox on how to have a good prayer life Uh, because that's how you get a life is when you have a better prayer life. Uh, But the thing that stood out to me about the whole control freak thing was, uh, you know, in uh, the Psalms, he says, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. Uh, We have a hard time being still. Uh, We have a hard time of this letting him in control because be still means that I'm not doing anything in that moment, that I am being still and I am allowing him to be in charge. And, you know, that that speaks of surrendering all to him. And that is, that's really a loaded question. And, but, um, so how can we have effective prayer life?
1: I believe that we can have an effective prayer life, um, by making, making time. First of all, um, one of the most important things in a person's life is their time. If we're going to have an effective prayer life, We can't just fit our prayer in wherever we get a chance. Um, We give so much love and passion to money that we're willing to go in and punch a clock from nine to five every single day, no matter what the circumstances. And if we're late, we understand that there's consequences to pay. But yet, whenever it comes to our prayer life, we try to do our prayer, we try to sneak it in, so to speak. In between um, times, we try to slide it in on our way to work or on our way home from work. Um, Once we're in our pajamas, laying in bed, and our spouse is asleep, we try to throw in a few minutes of prayer there. What happens whenever we make prayer such a part of our life that we consistently set aside time for God for prayer? Um, If we want to have an effective prayer life, we have to put it in priority of our life. We've got to make priority for prayer. We've got to open up um, to God and, and, and say, you know what, this is your time and your time alone. That means that we've got to silence the cell phones. That means that we've got to turn off the TV. That means that we might have to tell the kids, listen, I'm not fixing macaroni and cheese. I'm not frying bologna. I'm not doing any of those kind of things from this time to this time. This is my time alone with God. Every minute uh, of a day in, in the Word of God will add strength and authority to our prayers, um, and whenever we focus and we, we get to that place to where we, we're continually celebrating God, our prayer life is more than just an ask, and it's more than just a gripe session. It becomes a time of intimacy with the Father. Uh, if we want to have an effective prayer life, We've got to first carve out time for him, set aside time because we do it for everything else in the world. And we believe that if I give my job these hours from 9 to 5, that I'm going to get a paycheck. Well, what if I told you that if you'll carve out hours for God between such and such a time to such and such a time, that you will receive a spiritual che- paycheck like no other. That God will begin to bless in ways that you've never felt Him bless before, if you'll just make time for Him. Uh, does that make sense?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, yes, most definitely. Um, I heard it said one time that God is not looking for our spare time; He's looking for our precious, precious time. And what, what I'm hearing from you, Pastor Johnny, as we wrap up this session of, uh, as we wrap up this session on. Um, how to have a better prayer life, um, it really comes down to making time. You get in what you put in it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And, and so um, we make time for everything else. You already said it. Uh, Apostle Paul says it this way, devote yourself to prayer. We sometimes devote ourselves more to cooking scrambled eggs in the morning than we do devote ourselves to uh, reading the word and in prayer. Um, so with that said, that will wrap up this session. We thank you for Pastor Johnny being with us once thank again, you. and uh, that wraps up this session. But we'll be back next Tuesday with another guest, with another topic, and this is Get a Life Podcast.